Hey, welcome to The Spark with Pastor Tim Stewart. We just invite you to listen today, take in the Word of God, and let the fire of the Holy Ghost begin to burn within your spirit. God wants to do something great in your life today. You know what? One day he's coming back for a church that is ready. And by the time they find me missing, hey, oh, I'm going to be living in glory land. Today, I want to talk to you about the law of the spirit of life that is in Christ Jesus. Let me read you a scripture from Romans chapter 8, verses 1 through 4. It says this, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Have you ever wondered, how do I walk after the Spirit? How do I live in this new life? I want you to note two phrases that are in the passage that I just read. In verse 2, it says, the law of sin and death. And in verse 3, it says, condemn sin in the flesh. There's a lot of confusion about those statements, but I want to just explore just a minute. What does that mean? What is the law of sin and death? And how is sin in the flesh condemned? Did you know that the physical body does not commit sin? I'm going to say that again. I want you to think about this. The physical body does not commit sin. Consider what Jesus said in Matthew 5, 27. You have heard that it was said by them of old times, thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you that whosoever looks on a woman to lust after her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Did you hear that? Jesus said, listen, You've heard not to commit adultery. There's no more physical act than committing adultery. But I want you to know something. In the eyes of the Lord, the physical act wasn't the sin. He had already committed adultery in his heart. The sin was committed before the physical act. Pay attention now. Before the physical act. That's important. If we are to understand the law of the spirit of life, we must understand this concept. There is no sin in the physical body. That's not to say we can do whatever we want, but we need to understand that sin lies in the will of man. You choose to sin, and then you make your body do it. Nobody else does. That old saying, the devil made me do it, not true. You chose it, you committed it, you decided it, and then you took your body and you went and did what you had thought about. According to law, man's law, a sin is not committed unless there's a physical act. You can think of murdering someone all day long, but that's not a crime unless you act on your thoughts. But that is man's law. God's ways are not man's law. 
there's nothing wrong with your body. I'm going to say it again. There's nothing wrong with your body. It's your heart that causes you to commit unrighteousness. It's your heart that does these things. Consider Roman chapter 8, verse 11. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwells in you. Paul is not talking about the resurrection of the dead. He's talking about giving life, healing life to our physical bodies. Christ came that you might have life and that more abundantly, not in the world to come, but in the world today. We over-spiritualize scripture sometimes and we just miss its message. Paul is telling us that what controls our body will bring either life or death, healing or sickness, victory or defeat. Did you hear me? What controls our body? There are three kinds of sickness. Sickness in the body, sickness in the soul, and the most important one is sickness in the spirit. Consider this. The Bible tells us that we were dead in our trespasses and sin. What was dead when you were a sinner? Your spirit was dead. If you can be dead in your spirit, you can be sick in your spirit. Your soul was held captive by death. Your soul, your mind, your will and emotions was infected by the sin that was radiating from the dead spirit. Rebellion held you in its power. Your soul was sick. Your mind was bound. Your will was weak. Your emotions were held captive. Your body's sickness, the sickness in your body, is an outflow of the sickness in your spirit. Listen to me now. Consider John 7, 3, 8. He that believes on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Child of God, if the Holy Spirit can flow from your innermost being, your spirit, then sickness can flow from your innermost being. Depression can flow from your innermost being. Doubt can flow from your innermost being. Just about anything can flow from your spirit. Have you noticed that a joyful person is contagious? It's flowing from them. A confident person inspires us not to give up. We must treat the wellspring of our lives if we are to treat the physical man. Trying to suppress the body will never conquer sin. Trying to treat disease only in the body will never bring healing. We must dig down deep and clear the well. We must allow the Holy Spirit to take control. We must surrender all to Jesus. Romans 8 and 11 says, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwells in you. The same spirit that raised up Christ from the dead, that same spirit dwells in you. It dwells in me and it will quicken what our mortal bodies. That's the Holy Spirit, folks. That's the power of God. That is what is meant by Christ in you, the hope of glory. And let me tell you something. He dwells in you. There is no life unless God's spirit dwells in you. He doesn't come to visit us for an hour. He doesn't move upon us temporarily. He doesn't come and then leave you. 
He's not there for a moment, an hour, or a day. He comes to dwell in you. He comes to stay. The living, breathing, moving, quickening, tangible presence of God, the Spirit of God dwelling in you. Now listen, it says, shall quicken your mortal body. Quicken, that means to make alive, to vitalize your mortal body. When you are resurrected at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, you're going to receive a new body, a spiritual body. That is not your mortal body. Paul is talking, Scripture is talking about your physical, fleshly body right now can be quickened by the Spirit of God that lives in you. Think about it now. The Holy Spirit within you will make you alive, will heal your mortal body. Oh, glory to God, child of God. This is good news. Your healing is living right there inside of you. It doesn't come down from the throne of God. You don't have to beg for it. It's living in you. Faith, love, joy, hope, healing, confidence, they all spring from within your spirit. When the Holy Spirit is given control in your life, the fruit of the Spirit will flow from out of your innermost being. And it will flow through your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions, and it will flow into your physical body. The reason people do not have rich, powerful faith is because their spirit is denied the privilege of communion and fellowship with the Father. That's what death meant. When we were dead in our trespasses and sin, our spirit was cut off from God. And folks, as a Christian, as a saint, as a child of God, if you don't read your Bible, if you don't pour over it and devour its truth, if you don't spend time in prayer and intimate time with God, communion with God, you are going to starve your spirit of God's presence. And then you have a broken fellowship. And instead of a rushing mighty river, there's but a trickle that flows from your innermost being. Just a trickle that can't even affect your body. Your healing dries up. Your joy dries up. Your power dries up. Your discernment dries up. Your mind becomes confused. Your emotions are on edge. Your body becomes tired. Why? Because your spirit is weak. You may be 80 years old with gray hair and aging muscles, but if you are staying in the word of God and in prayer, if you are maintaining communion with the Father, you are a mighty man or woman of God. Your spirit is rising above this world and above its decay, and there is nothing, nothing, child of God, that is impossible for you. You know, if you look at electrical wiring, to direct power through a wire, it's important that the wire is able to handle the current. You see, wire is measured in gauges, and each gauge is bigger. A 14-gauge wire is about the size of a pencil lead, and it can only handle about 15 amps of power. If you try to put 200 amps of power through that line, it will fail. Why? Because the wire can't handle it. It's not big enough. Listen, that wire that handles that has to be bigger, about the size of your little finger. You see... In our lives, we must make room for the Holy Spirit of God to move in us. So many Christians want a 200-amp experience, but they're only offering God 14-gauge wire. They're only giving a small portion of their life, of their spirit. The healing that you seek today is spiritual. The deliverance that you long for 
is spiritual. Child of God, the power of God in your life that you dream about is a spiritual power that must come first in your spirit. It must saturate your soul and it must flow from you like a river of living water. Get some connections cleaned up with God. Get those wires open and ready and let the Holy Spirit flow in your life. That's your answer. That's your power. Romans 8, 4 through 6 says this, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us. Oh, let the spirit of life be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace in your mortal body, child. In your mortal body, saints, there is this power that, 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 that just resides within you and it can rule and reign over your life if you will give God his way. That means we've got to give up our way and we've got to begin to live in the spirit, to walk in the spirit, there's coming a day, church, there's coming a day that God is going to pour out his spirit. That day has already happened. It happened 2,000 years ago. He wants to pour out his spirit again through you. He wants that spirit to be poured out through your word, through your hand, through your, through your life right here today. Are you ready? I'm ready. Folks, Jesus is coming. Thank you for spending time with me today. You guys have a great day. Enjoy the Spirit of God and get in touch with the power of God that dwells in you.